Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima coming to you from the home office in Austin, Texas. This is post-Super Sunday. Super Bowl was yesterday. It is Monday afternoon when we are recording this. And uh, I hope everybody had a, a good Super Bowl Sunday for those of you that observe uh, I'm with somebody who really doesn't, so I understand if, if you are in the camp that doesn't. And uh, we posted- This you, podcast is for everybody. Yes, it really is. In that uh, way. Because we don't, trust me, we won't get too deep in the weeds But we know. I think this is the perfect Super Bowl to do a fun little recap reaction to for the non-Super Bowl. Because man, if you ever had people watching who like, like okay, I will say. Yes. The Super Bowl is like the one sporting event a year that I usually do dive into because a halftime show and B I love the commercials. We used to study the commercials in journalism school and like marketing classes all over college campuses. They still do. And it is also the one event. Well, not the one event because there's a couple like the national championship in college kind of does this, but the Super Bowl has always been a crossover. Um, And I know, you know, the Taylor and Travis Kelsey people are like, you know, it's because of Taylor. It's it's really not. This this event has always been hugely female viewed, um, and non football viewers come to the Super Bowl. It's an it's an annual event that people gather and they watch. Whether you are into the game or not, whether you loved Kansas City, Taylor Swift, or San Francisco, uh, last year was massive, and they didn't have any of this. Sure. Well, last year when they had Rihanna. Yeah. I mean, all that, you know, Super Bowl parties, it's an event. Now, all that being said, mm-hmm. we were not together during the Super Bowl. No. I was on a plane, and I had gone to see my mom and my sister for a little girls' week, and I hadn't seen them in a while, and well, since Christmas. And Chris was like, when's your flight back? I'm like, Sunday night. And he goes, you're, you're the only person I know who's, who's booked a flight during the Super Bowl with no awareness that it would be. I didn't even think about it. I didn't. And, and I wasn't upset when I found out what I'd done. No. And so what is the vibe in the airport? Because you took off around 7.15 East Coast times. So the game was on. The game had just, just started. started. I believe they call it 
kick off. Kick off. What is what is the vibe of the airport getting on the plane? Fort Lauderdale Airport surprisingly busy. Okay. And of course, you know, I mean, it's not the biggest airport. There's like one in the terminal I was in. There was one bar restaurant that had a bunch of TVs, so people were crowding around on the plane. It was a full flight. That also surprised me. Okay. Um, everybody's watching it. Uh, one person on my flight watching it on an iPad at full volume. And I thought, you know, even though it's the Super Bowl and probably a lot of people are watching, I still don't understand people. And they've started making announcements, flight attendants have now. I don't get people who watch something out loud on a plane and and are like, okay with that, with doing that. I don't get that. I think the announcement is, hey, don't be a dick. Wow. Because that's just, it's such bad behavior. (laughs) Whether you're in the airport, whether you're in an airplane, whether you're at the supermarket, Nobody needs to hear your phone call. Nobody needs to hear your music, your podcast, whatever it is. Unless, unless of course, it's the most dramatic podcast ever, in which case, play it in stereo. Wow. So, yeah. the uh, Now, I did, I was on Southwest and Southwest has like free live TV. So, I peeked over the shoulder of the person next to me. Yeah. And when I saw the halftime show was starting, then I opened up the app and I was watching the halftime so show. So, you didn't care about... Pre-game, Post Malone, God Bless America, Reba McIntyre, uh, who went under, I believe, on the national anthem because mm. that's a big bet. Mm. It's fun. So you don't you don't know a lot of this stuff. There's, there's what's no, called I know about that. They bet the on how long. Bets. Whitney yeah. Houston, yeah, exactly. Iconic. Whitney yeah. went over. Yeah, yeah. Whitney, but yeah. she should. She's the queen. Um, and so the coin toss, heads or tails. Who's? I mean, it's everything. You can bet on absolutely everything. Who's going to catch the first pass? What's the first play going to be? Uh, the Gatorade that was poured on Andy Reid. I don't know if you noticed, but it was purple. There's a bet. Is Andy Reid the guy who looks like um, he's the, coach. the guy from Wilford Cheers? Brimley. Who? Oh yeah, I think he looks like actor Wilford Brimley, and also the guy from Cheers who also voiced the dinosaur in <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> You're right, he does. I he's he's a cross name. between those two. Um, but and so a fr- I was at a Super Bowl party, so I went down the street. We were with a bunch of friends and a lot of children. Um, God bless all these parents who had three or three or more children. But a friend of mine made a bet. There was a bet there in Vegas. When Taylor Swift would would Taylor Swift be shown on TV between kickoff and the first five minutes of the game? Was she? She was not. Now, I mean, it, it hurt that San Francisco had the ball first. They killed a lot of that clock. And then Travis Kelsey caught one pass for one yard. And of course, that wasn't a big celebration. So they didn't show Taylor. She was shown a bunch during the game. But that bet in Vegas went down. And a lot of people had that thinking they were definitely going to show Taylor. Well, look, they won the Super Bowl. So nobody can sit and try to blame her yeah. for anything happening in football or anything like that. And we can't do any more girlfriend blaming. I mean, there was even a New York Times article about like all of the over blaming that is happening. And I... I I don't get it. Like if any celebrity is in the stands, they show the celebrity. People have done the math on how often they showed her during these games and it was nothing. I will say I was okay not watching the game, even though I want to see Taylor and Travis and all that because like, A, it's just too much time even to see Taylor, but B, like the game's too long, but B, I just knew I would like catch the highlights later. Right Now you had told me I was like, babe, you don't have to pick me up at the airport. I feel so bad. It's going, going to be during the Super Bowl. And then, and you were like, it'll definitely be over by the time you land. Yeah. And then it was not. Is this really rare that it they did the the overtime thing? It was the, the I think it was definitely like the longest Super Bowl, maybe like the second longest game. And anyway, long story short. Literally. I missed the end of the Super Bowl. <laughs> watching it on TV. I was watching it on my phone. I had it on my phone in the car and had it, you know, playing in the speakers. And that's how I watched because what I didn't anticipate was overtime. I hung out, watched the end of the game and I'm like, great. And then it went to overtime and that's what I did not anticipate. And so, you know, we're fairly close to the airport. I left right as the game regulation ended. And then all of overtime I spent with you. Actually, I think the game ended when you were with me in the car. So I picked you up. We watched the end of the game together. So we actually got to see the end of the Super Bowl together. You had a lot of questions. 
Well, it was just like it's overtime and they have so many downs and they had so many shots to get the touchdown. It just keeps going over and over again. I'll never understand this game. A friend of mine texted me and said, even Taylor Swift can't make me understand football. And that's so true. There I are, think you've the, poked a lot of holes in football that I actually sadly agree with now that things just don't make sense. It's so overly complicated. It takes so long. As much as I'm not a sports person, I understand like soccer, hockey, basketball are just a little yeah. clearer and easier. Um, Time is of the essence when it comes to football. Yeah, or not, or they don't care, and we're yeah. just in a black well, hole. Well, last time. night I, I I love Jim Nance and and Tony Romo together. Tony gets hit on a lot, and people are hard on him on his commentary. I hit think on he, or like you mean he, he gets criticized? Banged. Yeah, he okay. gets criticized. But I think he does a great job. He's fun. He's funny. He's smart, and he and Nance are great together. But. I will say doing a big game, I think he got nervous and felt the pressure. He kept saying a lot, this is the Super Bowl. It's all on the line. The Super Bowl is decided right here. The Super Bowl was decided, I don't know, 15 times last night. He, they, they kept <laughs> saying that over and over, probably leading to a lot of confusion of people trying to watch the game as you were. of like, okay, so it's over now. I said, no, no, they, they get four more downs. Well, I thought it was just over. So many chances. So Jim Nance and, and Romo kind of maybe have been a little over the top, uh, a little ostentatious with their call of this is the Super Bowl and it's all on the line right here because in a game that happens in pretty much every play. So let's make this determination as someone who watches a lot of sports, yes. you and someone who watches zero, me, and both of us watch the same event. Uh -huh. What grade letter grade overall do you give this Super Bowl? All things into consideration. The game, oh, the halftime show, all of it. Oh, okay. I'm going to give it an A minus. I'm going to give it an A plus. Well, the game, see, this is where we differ because the game actually sucked. For three and a half quarters, the game really sucked. It was very boring. A bit of a chess match. Going back and forth. San Francisco kind of dominated, but really didn't pull away. Not a lot of scoring. Uh, the game went under as we say in Vegas for you betters out there. And the game wasn't very fun to watch for a long time. Patrick Mahomes was very kind of stifled and tra Travis Kelsey wasn't really doing anything. Finally in the fourth quarter, it's like, let's start the game. Let's unleash the lions here. And they were going at it like a couple of heavyweights. That was fun. But overall, the game drug everything else down. The commercials were decent. They weren't great. There were a couple that were good. Halftime, I'm going to, we'll get into this. I thought it was good, people. I'm sorry. I thought it was I good. I thought it was great. So why are you still giving it an A minus if the because biggest the and most important were, thing, Because the commercials the were a B minus. Sucked. And the game was a B, a B. How does it, okay. Halftime was okay, good. Okay. And so I give it an A, you know, B plus, A minus. I was trying to, I, I you know what? I rounded up. Okay. A plus for me. Okay. I didn't watch the game, which you're saying was the worst <laughs> part of the game. So we're giving a grade on something you I didn't mean, watch. Everything about it uh -huh. was a wonderful spectacle to me. Post Malone and Reba McIntyre. What fun choices. They both crushed it. They were both great. Also, Posty and Taylor are friends. Reba and Taylor have known each other. So like this just all felt like family out there. Yeah. Um a lot of celebs in, in town. There Beyonce always are, but something house. about Vegas like brought brought everybody to town. Lady Gaga in the house. Yeah. Beyonce in a Super Bowl commercial. We saw Beyonce talk more in that Verizon commercial. Oh my gosh, I want to know how much they you know paid what? her. You're right. She talked more than she's talked in years. She showed like a little one, personality. Like, it was well, good. she just doesn't really do interviews yeah. and stuff anymore. So it was, and then at the end, she gives us new music. New, yeah. We got new Beyonce music out of the Super Bowl. That was a subtle drop at the end of that commercial. I think it was T-Mobile or something. I don't know. And we are getting more Beyonce country. Daddy Lessons is one of my all-time favorite Beyonce songs. And we're getting Renaissance Act 2. I mean, this is huge. What was the Texas Hold'em song you sent me today? I was listening yes, to. Yes, that's a new song. I love her doing country, by the way. Texas, yeah. a Texas girl i think she's from houston right yes so she's a texas girl i love her doing country and i would love to see her at the cmas performing how great would that be beyonce is crossover coming for the country the weirdest movie. celebrity row you didn't see this i don't think but there was a las vegas suite so what i'm thinking is these are chefs musicians entertainers people that have a residency in las vegas so they showed this weird row of guy fieri gordon ramsay then it was Wayne Newton. Then it was, I think, Jimmy Kimmel, who maybe he has a comedy club. I don't know what he was doing there, um, but he must have something there. Then it was Carrot Top. 
showing his bicep because you know he's like all roided out. It was the it was just this weird Vegas celebrity group in this Vegas. It was very odd. You know what else was another weird one? I saw some pictures of the Kardashians being there, just like screen grabs on social media. And they looked so bored and I don't blame them. But I was thinking this was a serious event considering that many of the Kardashians being there was like one of the smallest parts of the news out of the whole thing. Like I barely heard anything about that. I mean, again, we got Well, they're not dating anybody from either team. That hurts. That hurts the Q rating. (laughs) Well, but they're the Kardashians. I'm just saying that like major, major things were happening at this Super Bowl. Taylor Swift in the suite. We had her with her. Girl squad there. Okay, here's a question I had for you. Do we know who ultimately paid for that suite or how it's paid for? Because there was all this talk, right, of how expensive the suites were and how a lot of the players' families were saying that they, like, couldn't afford them. And then Taylor brought, like, six friends. (laughs) It was was probably like a million-dollar suite. I would be very interested. I saw Roger Goodell, who's the commissioner of football, in the suite talking to her. And it, it was actually, it was very interesting. People were trying to pick up on this. It wasn't exactly the friendliest, smiley, happy conversation. Oh. It seemed very serious. Uh, you know, I don't know if Taylor's just been unhappy about how much she has been shown and used, kind of going back to the last game where she literally mouthed to the camera, basically, get off me, you know, enough. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, and so, I don't, you know, I don't know. The commissioner came to pay his dues. So, I don't know. Maybe the NFL threw her a bone of like, hey, thanks for the extra half a billion dollars you've brought us this Kajillion year. Trillion. Yeah, we're going to give you a suite for the Super Bowl. Um, Ryan Reynolds kind of won the night on the internet saying, hey, has anyone seen my wife? Because she was there. <laughs> Blake Lively was there. That was a good... Ryan Reynolds is always good for a good tweet. Um, and But that suite was shown quite a bit. So I think it was not too much for football fans. I think it was enough for Swifty fans. Would you? I mean, would you agree? Well, I'm not a football fan, so I can't speak to that. So do you agree? 100% didn't bother me ever. Well, by the way, it's never bothered me because I haven't missed one play, one moment of football that I care about that Taylor Swift has clouded over. It's like that, that seems crazy to me. So it definitely didn't bother me. And no one I was with cared. There were some young girls with this. There was young kids there. They were excited every time they saw her. So fun. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, Even before you do, every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. 
was the perfect crossover to me of sports and entertainment because it was just enough for everybody. I mean, yeah. we got the wicked trailer during the Super Bowl. Like the, the theater kid audience is not necessarily watching <laughs> the Super Bowl, but we felt seen with, with the wicked trailer. Very interesting because you're right. That's not the audience. At I all. mean, I, obviously they're hoping more people than theater kids go to see this movie. They're doing it in two parts, which I still can't figure out, but if it works, I'm excited. Um, I thought it looked great. It visually, it was stunning. Um, we got so much like, yeah, Blake Lively and Ice Spice, like hanging with Jason Kelsey and like Lana Del Rey was there. It was just, and then we got all of the on the field stuff after the game, yeah. Travis and Taylor kissing. I mean, it, it was such- They crushed that. If they had missed that, that would have been such a huge mess. And they, they, they I will say naysayers, you can talk and you guys can yell from the rafters in the popcorn gallery. They looked really happy and really together. She yes. looked very proud of him. If if nothing else, she was so excited to be with him in that moment and see him do that. She is coming off of the Joe Alwyn relationship where he, maybe she at the time, but definitely he was all about not bringing anything into the public light. He wouldn't comment about her in interviews. He wouldn't talk about it. And and I again, I don't really know like where that came from. If it yeah. was just him, if it was both of them and she was coming off of a tough time in the limelight and she wanted to keep things hidden. That's not Travis. No, with <laughs> this relationship, it is out there. I mean, I a year ago, I never would have thought you'd seen Taylor you would see Taylor Swift kissing her boyfriend down on the yeah. field with a million other people. Um, but it also speaks to the power of the Super Bowl. Like if there's anything people are still watching, even I know this, it's live sports, right? And Especially people are football. watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, we had we so at the time of this recording, the official numbers from Nielsen aren't in, but they are expected in estimating 120 to 126 million. That is an all-time record for the Super Bowl, which everybody had kind of thought was going to happen because it's a great game. We had, you know, the best player in in the game, Patrick Mahomes, his dynasty on the line. So it was a great football game. Last year, 2022, 114 million watched the Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, you can add 40 million more onto that of just out of house viewers, people streaming out of the US, et cetera. So it got up to 155 million last year. My guess is you can probably get this year up to 170, maybe even 200 million. So it, it will set the record. And just, so, just in comparison of how big football, football is the 50,000 pound gorilla in sports. The NBA Finals, seven games, you know, it can go up to seven games. So it's spread out. It's not the game, right? But 11.6 million. 11. Six million. This is hundreds of millions more. World Series, my beloved Texas Rangers won, 9.1 million. Um, the only thing that really, it's not fair because in my opinion, it's apples and oranges, even though it's my favorite sport, the World Cup in soccer. It only did 1.5 billion. <laughs> but obviously that is worldwide. Right. It's, it's not fair because- Every corner of Africa, Australia, Russia, you name it, it crosses all borders, all economics. The World Cup is the biggest event in all of sport. So 1.5 no, billion. I get it. Billion. It's like the Quidditch World Cup. But, you know, obviously totally American football is American made. I got your Quidditch. <laughs> um, 120 to 126 million, depending on how this thing filters out, is incredible considering how divided our attention, all the streamers, all the just everything taking our our attention away from actual events 120 million still gathered to watch this game which makes me happy we need to feel uni unity yeah. and unified and um again like i i just feel like last night overall was just a really happy great night that like went off well yeah. i mean i did hate seeing those 49ers players at the end when the confetti oh, comes yeah. down and they're sitting and they've lost. And I Poor hate that Brock about Birdie. sports. Someone has great, to lose. It's great stories. I mean, it was the, the, the one weird thing, obviously Travis Kelsey getting heated and, uh, okay. Of, you know what? I have, I have something to say about yeah, that. Yeah. Well, I, so he gets heated. Very. He physically shoves his coach. Uh, yeah. That sweet mustached man. Andy um, Reed. and, I did not think that was okay. Let me just stop because I saw one guy. This is the funniest take ever. I played high school football. Full stop. You have no perspective. Stop talking. Travis Kelsey next to Patrick Mahomes is the best player. Instant first ballot Hall of Famer. Maybe the best tight end in the history of the game. 
So please shut up. They're not going to bench him. They're not going to pull him out of the Super Bowl. This is not the time like you're in high school and the coach says, hey, buddy, you're sitting out this game. Cool it. These are these people are all worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Billions is on the line for this franchise. So they're not going to bench him. With that said, it was really ugly. It's not abnormal, by the way, for a player and a coach to get heated. That ha- That's happened many, many times where they disagree and yell. What was different is that this got physical. And Andy Reid, and to your point, they actually didn't come out and cover each other. They just squashed it, which was interesting. Andy Reid kind of just said, yeah, he keeps me young. You know, I, I just, you know, he, he caught me off guard. And I'm pulling up the quote right I, now. I Andy Reid my... said, he keeps me young. He tested that hip out. Yeah. He caught, meaning his own, he caught me off balance. Normally I'd give him a little bit, but I didn't have any feet under me. I mean. So he never said that. And then Travis Kelsey, for, for those of you that didn't see it, was on ESPN with Patrick Mahomes. And he was, he was on with Chris Chris Berman uh, and Booger McFarlane, who, who very astutely, great journalism, actually asked the question, hey, man. What was the deal in the first half? And Kelsey quickly dismissed it and said, hey, that's between he and I. Unless the hot mic picked it up, I'm going to let that go. That He didn't really react to it either. And then he kind of made a joke about it. Then Patrick Mahomes, his quarterback and really good friend, picked up the slack and tried to kind of douse the flames with just a very politically correct answer. But what Kelsey missed, Mm -hmm. and this was a big miss by him because he was – absolutely out of line. I know you're an athlete in the biggest game of your life. This is huge. You got heated. We can all lose our head in the moment. But he got physical with an old man. It was a terrible look. He just needed to say, hey, this is the Super Bowl. This is my life. I got heated and I went too far. Andy Reid, and he did say later, Andy Reid's the greatest coach ever. He's a good friend. I apologize. That should never have happened. I'm just glad we won the game, et cetera. Like he could have easily actually owned it. I didn't love that he never owned it. Completely agree. I was going to say the That's same it. thing. That's it. I wish he just said, I shouldn't have done that. He doesn't need to go to jail. Yeah. He didn't need to be no. benched. He wasn't going to be benched. He's the greatest. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's probably the goat in that position. Um, but that it was ugly. That was the only ugly part of the entire yeah. game. Well, because of course, I, we, I have the sensitivity of you're in this massively yeah. stressful, intense career moment for sure and he um, missed a play that he thought was going to be hugely pivotal he he wanted to be on the field that last play he would have been blocking there was a fumble and he was pissed off in that moment so that's it i didn't understand most of what you just said but i got you <laughs> um but yeah wish he'd wish he'd added a little more in there um you know then again i get that in a post-game interview it's there's still a lot there and he probably didn't even really want to talk about it but still i just wish it had been Th- that should hey, my bad. Yeah, yeah, my bad. I love Andy Reid. He's the best. I went too far. I'm just glad we won the Super Bowl. We're all on the. We're all good. Now and that's, that's it. Let's talk about the halftime show. Uh, sure. I loved it. Okay. And uh, all millennials. I think most millennials did. Uh, I mean, of course, I had met, my friends were texting me. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm back in the club in college right now. Um, it, and then I saw someone say like the first notes of Usher's song "Yeah" are like triggering for millennials in a great way in a great way yes so yes but more than that Mm -hmm. it was just great um like over the top in the best way theater production choreography all that for me like what annoyed me about justin timberlake and i don't even know how many years ago this was at, at the super bowl but what annoyed me about that performance was Justin timberlake at that time gave people a Justin Timberlake concert instead of going like, like to me, the Super Bowl is guests and it's like over the top set pieces. You never know who's going to come out. You got to deliver something that is for everyone, which is a huge challenge. Like you're not playing to your fans right now. You're playing to hundreds of millions of people. Right. And Usher gave us choreography, different outfits, glitter. Dude was roller skating. Yes. Okay. And I know everybody was so blown away by that. I, I interviewed Usher for his Vegas residency when he first started. And he was like, you're going to see me roller skating. Cause like this hidden talent I have is I'm an yeah. amazing roller skater. And he does that in his Vegas show. And there were definitely a lot of elements in his Vegas show, which makes sense by the way, they're in Vegas. Yeah. Um, like he has, that caught me off guard. I was like, Dude, he's badass. I'm like, that's <laughs> yeah. really amazing. <laughs> he was and he good. has some incredible 
pull work. And they brought out Ludacris. He brought out, um, you know, Lil John. It was Alicia, Alicia Keys. Yeah. Like it was, I, th- I thought it was great. I agree. Look, it's, it is such an impossible job. The game, you're at a football game and 10 minutes later, they've set up a stage. You give a performance in front of what turns out to be about 120 million people around the world. It's just impossible. The mixing's not going to be great. The stage, the audio, nothing is set up for you. It's set up for Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to play a football game. So for Usher to get out there and try and do something, I think they captured it. They did a good job. I think they did a lot better than the uh, the the ode to L.A. West Coast rap in L.A. I thought that choreography and I thought the idea of that was was good and it wasn't pulled off and it was kind of, it just didn't work. In my opinion, I thought Usher worked. I thought everybody he brought out was great. I thought it was such a hype and everybody was banging and it was just, it was fun. And that's all you want for the halftime, right? You're kind of eating your nachos. You got it cranked up. And I think energy. everybody delivered. Yeah. We knew the songs. Right. Listen, am I like everyone else? Do I wish Justin Bieber had come out? A lot of people thought he was yeah. going to. He was in Vegas. A lot of people but- were like, oh, is Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber? I was like, guys, oh, okay. First zero of all, chance. Zero on Taylor. But Justin Bieber and Usher actually did a song together. Right. And look, if I were just by the way, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, they had a post Malone. They they could have pulled a lot of talent. Well, on that sure. Stage. I mean, I know I saw someone say like because remember when Coldplay did it and Beyonce came out, people yeah. were like, Coldplay's made me wish that like hope that Beyonce will just always come out at the halftime right. show. And if she did, I'm good with it. Um, but if I were Justin Bieber's people, I would have said this could be a good move for you. Yeah, he like, could use it. He hasn't performed in a little while. It would have been a good move. I don't know what happened behind the scenes there. I don't know if he was asked, but. Uh, yeah, that would have been pretty cool. I just wonder in this day and age, is is everything just panned? You know, like it just that it doesn't do anybody any good to say, hey, that was fun. Mm-hmm. That, that was great, uh, which it was. I mean, if you, it just it delivered what a halftime show should deliver, in my opinion, I, I give it a, a high marks compared to like, was it the greatest of all time? No. But then again, you've had Beyonce, you've had Prince, you've had yeah. you too. I mean, come on, like it's Usher. What was your favorite ad? The commercials are used to be maybe the best part of the Super Bowl, unless your team was playing, and I didn't have a dog in the fight yesterday. So I was really excited for the commercials. In the last, I don't know what it is, maybe the last five years, they just suck. Like, they're not good. I think commercials in general have gotten worse. Commercials used to be funny. We used to get theme songs that, or you know, jingles that stuck yeah. in our head. I, I don't think commercials are as good as they used to be, Why period. waste the money if you're just going to be that bad? But- there were a couple of bright spots and by far, hands down, maybe the best commercial in the last 10 years, Dunkin' Donuts, J-Lo, that. Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, Matt Damon, they, uh, uh, Jack Harlow, which I didn't know who was in the car. You explained to me mm-hmm. that, that was Jack Harlow. Um, I thought that was beyond brilliant, funny. I knew what it was about. I actually knew what the advertising was. Those track suits are now being sold. You can get <laughs> those Dunkin' Donut orange tracksuits that uh, everybody was wearing. Phenomenal. I loved seeing Ben Affleck like let loose like that a little bit. You know, he's he's kind of come off across as quite serious the past couple of years. And to see like Matt Damon dryly deliver those lines and Ben Affleck literally dance around, I, I loved, you know, like that is missing from celebrity culture a little bit to me right now is like everyone's so afraid like you just said earlier being panned that people aren't as open and free like understandably by the way aren't as open and free and don't take as many risks anymore in interviews in public appearances in stuff like commercials and so like I just loved it it was just so unserious and it was fun to hear Ben Affleck go full Boston he kind of went full goodwill hunting accent and he the, came the Boston massacre yeah. yeah and he's like and he's like you you know you're you're blinded by your pinstripes in reference <laughs> you to explain that in to reference me. to the New York Yankees and JLo is obviously from the Bronx and so she's a big Yankees fan he's a Red Sox guy so it was just it was clever and has Matt Damon become maybe this generation's best setup guy like he's Jimmy Kimmel's muse He's been Affleck's muse now. Like he's he was perfect in that. You're right. He's like that guy that like you kind of poke fun at, and he leans into it he perfectly. Can deliver a dry line yeah. like nobody. Like he 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 you know, he was playing off the how about them apples and from Goodwill Hunting, and he's like 
how about them? I'm so sorry. I just said, you know, it's like, he was just great. And it's like, it's becoming so hard to be your friend. Um, he delivered three just home runs. I mean, he, he, if we listen to this, uh, podcast called the rewatchables with Bill Simmons, and that would be, that's the equivalent of, he came off the bench, dropped 20 points in three minutes. He hit three home runs and walked off. He crushed it. And JLo, by the way, was so cute and adorable and relatable of like, I love you, but honey, like we talked about this. It was Oscars. And how about at the end? Tom, you can stay. (laughs) That was cute. (laughs) The only thing I would have changed in that ad, I didn't understand the like three random backup dancers with Ben. I didn't think they were needed. He needed a boy band. The whole little boy (laughs) band could have been him, Matt and Tom, or if you could have gotten him, get some of the other guys from Goodwill Hunting. Like Cole Hauser. Remember Cole Hauser from Yellowstone? Was like one of the friends in Goodwill Hunting. I what if Cole Hauser was there? Forgot that until you yes, just said it. Yes, yeah. a young Rip was one of the guys who hung with them in Goodwill Hunting. I, that's who I thought. You know, until I saw Jack Harlow, until you explained it, I was like that. That would have been because it kind of looked like that old car from Goodwill Hunting yeah. that they were in, and and that was the vibe of the whole commercial. So brilliant. I don't totally get why Jack Harlow was there, but he was cute. Christopher Walken commercial, uh, whatever that was for. Again, okay, so that's the problem. I don't even remember what that was for. So not a great commercial, but clever. It was good. Um, Here's a, not to get political on you, the RFK, the Kennedy commercial really stopped everybody in their tracks because of just the vintage look. They hearkened back to the uh, 1960 campaign of JFK and used the song, which is oddly appropriate now. So RF- I haven't seen it, but I saw that he already apologized. Well, he apologized it. to his family. Because, so a super PAC did the commercial. They oh. paid $7 million. He, I guess the law is, what he was explaining is that if a super PAC is paying, they can't come to him for his approval. There is a, a line, I guess, you cross there. So they, they aired that. He obviously knew it was airing, didn't know the full contents or whatever. That's what he says anyway. I I still I don't think he should have apologized because oh, uh, one a Kennedy cousin criticized him. Okay, got yeah. it. Um, but I honestly, they, bro- everything brilliant. gets panned. Yeah, I don't care who you're voting for. I just thought it was brilliant that they pulled up just like a smart ad. Yeah, campaign just move. smart, and it and it was one of the more talked about ads in the entire uh, Super Bowl. So it was just of of all the ones that kind of stood out, and I kind of gauge it by people stop talking and they start listening. The Dunkin' Donuts. I think we rewound it ten times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the Christopher Walken was cute. Kind of, we we get it. Didn't know what it was for. And then the Kennedy one. Those were probably the top three. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always Pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy 
is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. So how much did you follow the after party content? Um, today, I, yeah. I picked up on um, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift in the club at the after party, lip syncing to Taylor Swift. They were love singing story. love story to yeah. each other. And, you know, for the Swifties. That was everything. I mean, to see her look happy, be out in a club. Like, you have to remember that many of her songs about the Joe Alwyn relationship, like off of reputation mm -hmm. were about her, like meeting quietly in corners of bars and like hoping no one would recognize her for her to just be out and feel free and happy with this relationship. And man, what a year for Travis Kelsey. Everybody pointed out there's a video of him from like uh, some time ago mm -hmm. where he is in a club singing and dancing to love story solo. And now a year later, wow. He's doing it with Taylor was Swift that, and she's his girlfriend. Man manifesting it? Is that is that putting it out in the universe? I mean. Um it was uh it was that that part was cool. It was good to see. And obviously it's all over social media if you want to check it out. Um, but by the way, kudos to Taylor. Say nothing else. The girl 36 hours ago was in Japan on stage. Well, I don't yeah. I don't care if you have a private jet or whatever. Uh, beating the jet lag and coming to Vegas and staying up all night in the club, that's a good effort. That's a really good effort. This is why I give the Super Bowl an A plus because we got a great love story. You know, I mean, I hate to say it. <laughs> I'm sorry. At the end of it all, it this, was about love. This is a podcast about relationships. And I loved, uh, I will, like I said, dabble in watching the Super Bowl, but it never means anything. Like this year I was like, oh, there's like real meaning like added on, I, I shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean anything to me because like, I don't care who wins the game, but I love when there's meaning in sports, in relationships, in yeah. love, in emotion, in people like working towards their dreams. And right now we're just seeing two people at a really great point in their lives when they're both experiencing incredible career success, incredible relationship success, and they've both worked really hard to get there. Yeah, they're and both so at the top of their games. That's nice to witness and be part of. Yeah, they're the greatness. I mean, what you're seeing with Patrick Mahomes, he could be the greatest of all time. He's not there yet. It's still Tom Okay, Green. but you truly helped me understand this. Yeah. I don't think I grasped also like this Chiefs dynasty that's starting to happen. Yeah. And I said to you, is this anything like the Chicago Bulls? Like, how would you, because I only know the Bulls looking back on it, but I understand right. the level of that. How, where are they at in the Bulls dynasty We're right now? We're watching greatness. This is Tiger Woods. This is Tom Brady. This is Joe Montana. All the greats. You name, name whoever you want. Patrick Mahomes is doing that. He's putting up those types of numbers. They have won two, three Super Bowls, but two in a row. And if they come back next year and win a third, nobody's done that. They're starting to do things. Ever. No one in the history of the game has ever won three Super Bowls in a row. People have won three total. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Tom Brady has a ring for each hand, but no one's won three in a row. So Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, because it's Batman and Robin. They can't do it alone. Like mm -hmm. the two of them are indelibly. Like, are they Jordan and Pippen? Is yeah. That, yeah. Okay. You know what? That's it. Wow. That is great. Yeah, you're right. Because Patrick Mahomes is Jordan. And could Jordan have done it without Pippen? I, I, people would argue you can't. And is Pippen as big as Jordan? No. So Travis Kelsey is not Patrick Mahomes. He's not as important as the quarterback, but he couldn't do it without him. Like they need each other for sure. Um, because this team, not to get too football-y, but this Chiefs team was not as good as others. Mm -hmm. It was Mahomes and Kelsey and their defense. They they just put it on their back and they carried them through the Super Bowl. I mean, everybody, they weren't even favored to win yesterday. San Francisco was actually the favorite wow. to win that game. So it was huge. And by the way, uh, if, if you want some talking points because your significant other is coming home and you want to talk Super Bowl, you can say this. I think San Francisco made a huge blunder in overtime by accepting the kickoff and not deferring, meaning they won the coin toss. They could have made Kansas City kick, take the ball first. That way, you know what you have to do. You know if you need a field goal to win, you know you need a touchdown to win, and now you get to use all four downs accordingly. That's what Kansas City did. Several times, 
they wouldn't have gone for it on fourth down. They would have punted or they would have maybe kicked a field goal, but they knew they needed points to win or extend the game. And so San Francisco made a huge, huge blunder. That was a that was a good mansplain. Thank and coaching you. matters. Andy Reid had prepped the Kansas City Chiefs on the new rules. There's new playoff rules in overtime. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey said, oh yeah, every day they told us about these rules. We practice scenarios just like this. Nothing surprised us. Wow. The 49ers, all their players said, we found out the rules when we saw it on the big screen <gasps> at the stadium. They made a huge mistake. They weren't prepared. Coaching matters. Well, preparation matters. Yes. And luckily he didn't fall over when Travis pushed him. Yes. And babe, that was, I'm going to call that a good mansplain. Yeah. Like mansplaining is, but that was a good a mansplain. Thank you. Yes. And, and by the way, I was so excited to see you. I didn't mind watching and listening to it in the car last night. <laughs> That's true. <You're laughs> That's love. Cute. That is love. Um, I want to touch on one thing before we go. Yes. It was a news item that happened during the Super Bowl. And it kind of, this mm. is a good transition because we were just talking about the Bulls and their dynasty. Yeah. People who you've had on the podcast before. Yes. Um, Larsa Pippen. Is that still her last name? Yes. yes. Yes, it is. And Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son, seemingly split during, or at least announced the split during the Super Bowl. Um, Larsa posted on her Instagram stories. Um, she apparently unfollowed Marcus and she posted on her Instagram stories. The man, quote, the man you choose to be your partner affects everything in your life, your mental health, your peace of mind, your love inside you, happiness, how you get through tragedies, success, children, and much more. Choose wisely. Whoa. And then she posted a poll. That's not even cryptic. No. <laughs> I, mean, that's just... I mean, then she posted a poll. Should your friends unfollow your ex? Yes or no? So they seem to have split. Did you have any idea when you had them on the podcast that they might have been adding that way? No, it seemed like an unlikely love story, but you know me, I'm a, I'm a fan of love and I like to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. It seemed like a very difficult relationship, a little age difference. That's not a huge deal, but just the world, the way they were approaching it and the way they talked wasn't, we got each other, et cetera. It was more I know it's hard to explain about the limelight and about the life they were going to live. And mm. um, I, I didn't see that tenderness and that that chemistry, uh, despite the fact that they talked about having sex five times a night or something insane like that. Um, I didn't get that, that fee the feels, as the kids like to say. You weren't seeing like the foundation there? Yeah. I just didn't okay. feel that chemistry between them. Like, oh, these two are inseparable. Um, nothing's going to tear these two apart. But obviously, not even a cryptic message there. She erased all his pictures from social media. You know, just he has been erased. You don't do that when you're happy and in love. You, you brought up something very interesting there at the end. You brought up a question, and I'm curious your answer. And that is, is it inappropriate to follow the ex once once your friend is oh, yes. broken up? Larsa's um, question, should your friends unfollow your ex? I think it's totally dependent on if they were yeah. friends with him outside of the two of you. Uh, I don't think that just because your friend breaks up with somebody, if you have a relationship totally with them, you have to unfollow them. Definitely depends on the reasoning behind the breakup. Like, you know, is this a Vanderpump Rules situation where you found out your friend was cheating on your yeah. other friend? And time matters. Like some of my friends still, like obviously with my ex, they still follow her, I think, and still talk. So you can't, you can't expect everybody to follow in your footsteps and take your line because they're living their own lives. They have their own relationships. I'm just a big believer in like build bridges, don't burn them. Yeah. And if you can get along with an ex, if your friends can, that's always better. But I don't know the circumstances of this breakup, maybe, you know, and it totally, if it was like, they only were friends with him because of you. Right. Sure. Give it an yeah. unfollow side with your friend. I, you know, I find it interesting. I wouldn't even notice like it says something about you that you're going to go check and see if your friends are following your ex. Oh, that's would you, a good would you? point. Like, I, I don't I care wouldn't enough. check. I wouldn't think of it. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell my friends like you all got to go and follow him now. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like there's more to come on that story because it sounds like it was kind of nasty and contentious. Doesn't well, seem like um, a, a happy ending. <laughs> they did that show The Traders together and they have to film the reunion together. Oh. So part of me is like, was this like, 
a good publicity move? Will they oh, get back together? Okay. Are they oh, going to film this? I see. Or is it truly going to be an incredibly awkward reunion? Was he one of the, because that's the one where someone's a murderer, right? It's a murder mystery. Uh, yeah. Because Pilot Pete was on this season with them. Yes. Okay. They've both been gone from the show for a while. Okay. Though. So neither one of them are the, because if, wouldn't it be great if, if one of them was the killer and they murdered the other one in the game? Yeah, no, but this, no. <laughs> that would have been, that would have been good <laughs> by the way. Um, so yeah, we, uh, condolences to Pippin and Jordan. <laughs> The only time those two last names have ever lost in the history of sport. And an A-plus for the Super Bowl. I, You know what? I'm going to round up again. You're right. The more we talked about it, it was a great Super Bowl. And we needed it. The world, I'm, I'm excited that we're coming off a Grammys. Ratings are up. We're coming off a Super Bowl. Ratings are up. Movie numbers are getting better. We have some great movies coming up. I just, I feel like, 2024. We got good vibes going. I hope we're coming back. I, me too. America, let's have a, this is going to be a great comeback story. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. We needed some good feels. Uh, and I hope you uh, enjoyed your Super Bowl Sunday. However you observed, however you celebrated, I hope you had a great one. Um, you know, one thing I think we can all agree, it shouldn't be on Sunday night because the kids got to go to school tomorrow. Today, there's this week, we all had to go back to work on Monday. Can we just slide this to Saturday night? call it what it is, a great weekend event. Uh, until then, though, I appreciate you listening in. Um, always love talking to you. And of course, with LZ by my side, it is always a blast. And we'll do it again next time because we have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.